Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Relationship Fridays. My name is Desiree Sean, I'm a psychotherapist, and I vlog and I podcast about mental health with a keen eye on men's mental health and relationships. I practice at the Priory and privately. I'm on a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world one thought at a time. Welcome to Friday's podcast. I podcast on a Monday, Wednesday and a Friday. I have a men's mental health series called The Tortured Superhero out on a Monday. And I have a, um, that's a vlog on my YouTube channel and all my, all my social medias, Desiree Shaw Official. And um, Relationship SOS, which is about how to um, provide ideas and support and guidelines on dealing with relationships, looking at all types of relationships. And today it's Relationship Friday, so um, I will add um, the series I put out on Wednesday. So welcome, 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 welcome. Relationship Fridays. Betrayal hurts. (laughs) Um knowing that you've actually been used and um, betrayed. So what am I talking about? Okay, so my whole point about Relationship Fridays is um, to explore how we manage and support ourselves in relationships, all types of relationships, okay? So it's not just intimate relationships, it's relationship with yourself, colleagues, um, all sorts of people, family, the works. And um, because we just don't... We don't get the training for relationships, do we? So what tends to happen is we go about life figuring out relationships based on those around us or, even more worrying, TV. How many times have you watched TV to figure out how to manage a relationship? So a relationship, they're, they're transactional. They are transactional. But sometimes they're, they're more transactional for some than they are for the others. Some people are more given than others. If you've ever watched Animal Farm, when, uh, when the pigs write on the wall in the, in the barn, all animals are created equal, but some animals are more equal than others. Basically, they're taking the piss. <laughs> if we're all created equal, no one's more equal than the other. But um, isn't it interesting that, actually, in relationships, there is this um, imbalance. Often there's an imbalance. And that's often the problem with relationships, because when there is an imbalance, what do you do? How do you manage yourself? Because, do you know what? It's that old chestnut again, I talk about it a lot. We are seeking acceptance, approval, and not to be rejected. And um, when we are, all of those things, when those happen, when they happen or that we're, it's threatened, we seek to try and keep the relationship. You know, we seek to do things to keep the relationship. We overextend ourselves, over overcompensate. We try to give more so that the other person will stay. And some are just used to taking more because they're used to taking and that's okay for them. They're not really that bothered about it because um, people are used to giving. And sometimes we fall into that old category where we like to give people who look a particular way. Even though it's that, people treat you different based on how you look. Not just sex or, or you know, cultural identity. It's um, maybe if you're smart, you're not so smart, or attractive. 
notice that attractive people often do get treated much nicer than those deemed not so attractive. The ones not so attractive have to work a little bit harder. It's so unfair, isn't it? Life is not easy. It's not supposed to be either. Living can be wonderful, but um, life is not there for to be easy for anyone. But, um, yeah, we we do do this. We do do this, and that's because... From the moment we are born into this world, we need somebody. We need our mums. We need the caregiver. We need them for survival. And that just stays with us from birth. Stays. We do need people. Whenever somebody tells me, well, they don't need anybody, they actually, they do. They just don't like building relationships. So what they're used to doing is severing ties the moment it gets a little bit too close, a little bit icky, or it's their turn to give something of themselves and they just don't want to for fear of rejection. They want to reject first. So what they tend to do is um, not give. So, or, or run away and split, fight, fight, freeze, you know, lash out, do something crazy so the other person doesn't want to be with them anymore, or freeze, don't know what to do, or, you know, run. That's what happens, you know, this is what happens because actually each of us is just dying for love and to be accepted. But um, when that threat is upon us, it's not comfortable. It's not, it's not nice. It feels so terrible. And all we can deem to do is protect ourselves because we see imminent danger. I'm going to tell you what happened to me this week. So, recently, once upon a time, there was a woman called Desiree Shaw. Actually, there was a woman called Desiree Anderson. Then she became Desiree Shaw. Um, I won't do the once upon a time. You haven't got time for that. It's Friday. Got to get to work. Anyway, so, um, betrayal. Something I'm quite familiar with. It happens to me. Um, I won't say too often, but I find that lately it seems to be more often than not. Um... And I'm talking about meeting people, meeting new people. Maybe thinking of um, maybe creating something or doing something and recognising that there's betrayal ahead. So um, and this is the part of relationships that can get a bit icky because we start out doing something, enjoying what we're doing, and then we engage with others, believing that we can share and build and work towards something. And then they steal. God, they steal. And when they steal, we start thinking, but hold on a minute, you know, I, I, I didn't think this relationship was like that. I thought we were on common ground and we had an understanding. I didn't know that you were actually coming in to take something from me and blatantly run with it. So um, let me give you some background. I've been doing what I do with psychotherapy for about eight years. I've been working in the field of um, social um, change for about... 18 years so it's been a lot of years I've been working with people to develop and make changes and move forward and I'm 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 very creative I like to create things and I like to build things and I have a lot of ideas and mostly I can't do all those ideas on my own so what do we do we seek out support as best as we can we look for those who might be similar in mind to us we hope and we share information and this is a way of building because we, as people, we can't, no man is an island, no woman is an island. We do need each other. 
and it's, it's it's important to put out at times as opposed to just keeping in it's important to put out it's important to to work with people also I do still believe even though I still get clobbered with it <laughs> um but um it, when you know can you do things on your own or can you not do things on your own some things you can maybe you shouldn't share everything I'm not quite sure how I'm gonna learn this lesson but it's a relationship nonetheless so it's a new new embarkment with a few different people who suddenly flooded my life um they weren't around for long you know these are new people and they showed interest and um I was happy for their interest, happy to actually engage, happy to build, happy to work with, only to recognise that um, later on their behaviours were something that I was quite familiar with, where somebody gets close to me and just wants to steal my ideas or take from me or pick words out of my actual mouth to place it together to um, build on their own um, direction and way forward. Um, and bamboozle me with lots of different ideas. You know, it's like when you recognise that a relationship isn't that healthy, it's when somebody comes to you with all these shiny objects and all these this talk of grandeur and all this amazement, and you think, okay, and what happens is it slightly takes you off the course and the path that you're on, and you don't realise that you're in the middle of um, a really deep, manipulative, um, structured practice that this person has brought to a fine art but because you're open and you want to share you um you open now it's not to say when somebody betrays you you shut down because you know something it's not everybody that's like that and this is the important part of learning about relationships is that when when you've been betrayed when you've been hurt by one person it doesn't mean that the next person's going to do the same thing. And, and I'm I'm living proof of that, purely because the way I met my um, partner in crime, Andrew Magno, that was a complete open divine um, union of the creative minds and the building of something amazing. And I'll never regret that. And I won't ever stop opening up and learning from people to see if they want to be a part of something. But that, that also leaves me open to being betrayed being um being used because <sighs> some people will just do that you know and um it's recognizing that it's personal but it's not personal some people see you as a ticket or a step on a ladder to moving forward towards something and you don't know what's going on and it's do you recoil do you and it, it's it was quite an interesting state of affairs because there were so many things that were happening people were contacting me it was just weird and and um, it was thick and fast and I can only imagine that when when somebody when you don't know somebody and they step into your life they they want to offer you something because actually this is when you have to be aware of it when you've got something and you're doing something for yourself and you're making something happen then somebody comes to you and presents you with all these different things which you didn't ask for and yet all of a sudden it's, it appears like they're doing you a favour. Then you learn after they've secretly been stealing all your ideas or everything you've said to them has gone down in something else and you open up um, <laughs> social media and you think, oh my God, you've just stolen my words. <laughs> you know? Or I see a video and I'm like, oh my God, you've just stolen my ideas on my vlogs. 
oh wow, you've obviously been listening to my podcast and been, been stealing information because you have no idea how to implement this, do you? You're just saying these words as if they're your own. And it started, um, my recognition for all this started on Sunday. And if any of you who are listening actually saw my Instagram or my Facebook, you would probably have a nice giggle because I, I turned it into some kind of comedy sketch um, where I just made it into a joke and laughed about it and had a bit of a rant, which was still very tongue-in-cheek. But um, when I did that on Sunday, I didn't realise that actually what I had expressed was completely linked to what happened all the days after Sunday with everybody new that had stepped into my life recently with an attempt to um, draw me on board or an attempt to work with me, (laughs) in inverted commas, I'm really using my fingers here, work with me. No, 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 no. Work on me, flesh me out to find out what was good for them to take so that they could move forward with my information and my recognition of myself, but also just to um just to just to take stuff. I I, I didn't I didn't know I had actually that much foresight. <laughs> I actually really should be um putting this video up daily because it happened so often. But um when I had noticed it and I thought to myself, wow, um, this has happened. What, what, what do you do? This, I'm not the only person this happens to. It happens to people like me. Um, I'm very much the underdog. I'm not the, the main focus. I am an underdog, which is why I do have a keen interest on men's mental health, because I do believe that men's mental health is also the underdog. Um, and um, relationships, we don't recognise that the problem is in the relationships that we have, which teach us about who we are, which teach us about how to interpret the world. So um, there's so much going on there. But um, I recognise this, and this is not something that has not happened to me before. This has happened to me. Uh, I've, it's happened to me so many times, you know. But um, it it puts me back into a place when I recognise that actually... Let me um, absorb the situation and recognise what was going on. Because this happens, this will happen, this will happen in the workplace. Somebody will steal your project, Some, somebody will steal your idea, <laughs> somebody will try and take something that you've said and make it their own. This will happen, okay? You might give too much away to somebody at a point and you might say to yourself, why did I do that? Why did I trust that person? Why? Why? This is why I do love Marvel comics and I do love DC. I love comics and superheroes because they have an exaggerated, um, you know, superhero thing going on. But yet they're still very much living life exactly how we live it as humans, still doing all the crazy things that we do, high on their emotions, trying to seek somebody to love and accept them. And um, when they open up, it's always the baddie, isn't it? The baddie is really good at being so convincing and persuasive and caring and manipulative so you open up and you share more than you would have done if you had your thinking hat on or if you weren't in a situation where you were being manipulated and then afterwards you're like damn a bit like in far from home spider-man I know I'm probably a strange person. I like to link things to the superheroes, but he did. He, the Mysterio guy, the guy who plays Mysterio, 
and he manipulates him with all the simulation technology and gets him to hand over the computer and he says, God, that was easier than I, than I thought. And I recognise that um, all these new people that came into my life, hey, talking to me and getting information from me was probably much easier than they thought because they did draw from me. They did, they did. They used these tactics and um, I'm a human being. I'm fallible. I can make mistakes and so can they. So um, we can be open to the elements at times doesn't mean they're bad people it doesn't mean I'm bad people it just means that actually I interpret it this way I'm obviously doing something pretty damn good <laughs> but in recognizing that the relationships I create that you work in that you build in that sometimes you become bamboozled with because I think that was another thing it's being bamboozled you know being bamboozled being so quick fast you know, it's happening now, and then you run with it. That is obviously, that's the sign, isn't it? That is the sign. So what do you do about it? I'm going to be completely dead honest with you. You can't do anything about it, okay? People have been ripping people off for years. I mean, the woman who wrote The Matrix and Terminator, she was completely ripped off um, so many times, but she won the court case and she got what was rightly hers. And But you don't really hear too much about that because um, the guys who like to be known and seen wouldn't want you to know that they lost. But my point is this, okay? When you come across a situation of betrayal and the relationship, a new relationship, a new friendship, a new embarkment of what seems like it's going to be business, seems to have betrayed you in one way or another and you don't feel comfortable with what has happened. All right. This is going to sound cliche. It's okay. It's not okay, but it's okay. It's not right, but it's okay. Okay. It's not right. And it's recognizing that it's not right. And unfair things do happen in this world and it is pretty messed up. But the learning that you take from that is that you've got to say to yourself, what was I seeking? Why was I open to that? It wasn't that you're stupid. It wasn't that the person was evil. Even if they are evil, that's not even the problem. The problem was, what were you looking for? Were you looking for approval and acceptance? And I'm wondering, for me, by opening up to these people, was I seeking acceptance and approval? And I wonder if I was. And I'm thinking I'm probably more leaning towards the fact that I was seeking acceptance and by trying to seek acceptance, I opened up, became vulnerable, and people were allowed to take from me. And this is something that happens to us as human beings because we just want the acceptance. And once you recognize what it actually is and why you actually did it, then you begin to work in that area to um, support yourself. Support yourself more productively. Not so that it can never happen again, but so that you can probably see it coming and you can respond in ways which support you rather than work against you. Because it's not about making sure it never happens again, okay? That would be the worst thing you do, have a relationship and decide it's never going to happen to you again. But there are ways that you can support yourself to deal with it better should it happen again. What would I do next time I would be faced with um, such a bamboozled, high influx of, of of attention by a particular group of people coming towards me, I'd probably follow the instructions of my husband and just step back and 
maybe not answer. <laughs> Notice that the relationships that are much more fulfilling for you are the ones that don't bombard you, aren't trying to get you involved in things, aren't trying to take your attention to things, aren't trying to um, get you to do things in what they need you to do. Recognise that. That's really important because then this is when you'll know that actually this is why I'm doing it. And then you'll be better abled, better equipped to support yourself moving forward. Because it's because you've got all of that going on why it happens. And I'm saying this, you, I think I'm talking to myself, my out-of-body experience, but because all of that was going on, the experience that, sorry, the acceptance, the seeking of um, wanting to be a part of something, then people were able to, I was really open and, and give more. And notice that these other people, <laughs> they don't give you anything. <laughs> they don't offer you anything. They don't do anything. They just take. And they dress it up ever so nicely. And, um, you know, be open when you get the shocker. <laughs> when you get the shocker that they're doing things and you're like, hold on a minute. You're, you're actually jumping on my bandwagon. <laughs> I just felt like I've been riding this, been, I've been driving this train, I've been fueling it, I've been tidying it up, I've been organising it myself, and I've got stowaways, you know, I've got stowaways, <laughs> it's like, oh my god, you, you didn't buy a ticket, you didn't let me know you were here, we, we could have actually done something, in fact, I think I would have been more, um, I would have been more impressed by them had they not decided to run on my jump on my bandwagon and run with my ideas and try to try to blatantly modify my ideas and run with it. I thought I would have been impressed if they said, you know what, this is what I'm doing. And, you know, I'm thinking, of, um, there you go. Ah, now I know, you know, but not everybody is credible. And another thing I've learned, just because somebody is really loud and speaks so beautifully and takes up all your attention, it's not a good enough reason to trust them. And those are the ones that often take us more, take up, take more from us than we expect. And the betrayal can be quite dire at times. And it's looking out for the, the sweet tongue, the tongue that just fills you up with all this information and realising that you're talking loud, you're not really saying anything. It's presence and posture and ideas with no implementation or structure going forward. Loudness can really cloud your judgment. But when it does happen, when you do find yourself in these situations, you know, recognise that you're only human and take the learning from it because relationships will teach you everything that you need to know and how to manage yourself because the way you interact with people teaches you about the way you actually see yourself and the way you treat yourself. Thank you so much for listening to Relationship Fridays. This is me on um, Betrayal is a Bitch. (laughs) Damn, I swore. Sorry. But it is. But you know something? You can always get up. You can always get up, walk another day, do another day, build something forward and still be yourself and hold your head up. And know your purpose. 
no matter what they do, you still own everything about you. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm on a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world one thought at a time. How do I do that? I vlog and I podcast. I've got to have a couple things going out. But you know what I would like you to do? Sign up to my um, newsletter. It's all about you now. Sign up to it and get some more information. Because what I'm putting out is not going to be as much as what I'm going to be putting out on the um, newsletter. The newsletter is much more nice, much more tailored, much more organised, much more detailed. Giving you step-by-step information. But in order to get that, you've got to be a part. You've got to be a part of it. So come and be a part of it. Be a part of what it's all about you now. Thank you so much. It's Friday. You take care. Have a wonderful, wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. Bye for now.